It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? The Washington Wizards finished up two games in Japan. It's me and my, it's, it's your guy, the real Ed Oliver and my guy. Brandon Scott, let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, and my guy, Brandon Scott. So, thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. All right, so my guy, Brandon, he wasn't able to be with me uh, recapping the first game of Japan. Uh, Brandon, what was your main takeaways from that first game with the Wizards versus the Warriors? Um, on a positive note, um, really looked good. Really looked real good. You know, his three-point shot was hidden. Um, he shot a high percentage from the field, uh, rebounds. I mean, he's he he really proved the case for why he should start, maybe. <laughs> I mean, he looked good. You know, um, obviously on the negative side, um, Shots were a little off. It was expected. First time out, uh, first time playing together. Um, you know, so you know it's gonna take time to build that chemistry and then get their shot right. But um, overall, even though we lost, um, you know, I was optimistic. Um, Monte Morris, we were talking about pushing the pace. Pace was a lot faster, um, and you saw with the pace being faster, a lot of open shots. So um, I came away impressed. Um, like I said, Rui was the biggest part of it. I was impressed with. He really showed out. Definitely, I think Rui is making a strong case to start. Um, he rebounded the ball better as well. Had nine boards, second game had ten rebounds. Uh, but I thought he was aggressive, got into the basket, um, and the deflection he had on, on Steph Curry, man, where he was putting the effort on the defensive side of the ball. You know, one of the first plays of the game, he he plucks Steph and then he dives on the floor. So um, I thought he played really well in front of his you know hometown crowd. You know, uh, so that was exciting. Like you said, Monte Morris, I thought he looked good. Um, DeLon Wright really impressed me defensively. I loved his tenacity and his his intensity. Um, that really intrigued me. So uh, it's gonna be a point guard by committee by by committee. Uh, so I, I really like that. So what what were your thoughts about Brad and Przingis or any other guys that you saw play? Um, I mean, overall, you know, it's a kind of 
small sample size. Like I said, it's the first time being out uh, playing together. But I thought they, it, the chemistry showed. You know, it showed how they were working together in the off season. Um, there was chemistry. You know, it, uh, you know, like I said, first time out. Um, obviously, the shots they struggled a little bit, especially behind the arc. Um, but overall, you see the chemistry. So, like I said, they they came a little bit L, but. Um, I'm very optimistic, you know, you know, especially going against, you know, Gold State Warriors, man. You know, they they played well against the defending champs. So, you know, very optimistic. Definitely. All right. So moving on to the second game, they lost that game as well, 95 to 104. But I thought, you know, they the Wizards, you know, they played really well. They were dominating in the third quarter. It's just unfortunate. In the fourth quarter, when, you know, they put some of the young developing guys, you know, Vernon Carey, Todd Gibson. Well, Todd Gibson's not young, but more like the third string guys, developing guys, a mixture. Uh, Johnny Davis, Jordan Shackle out, was out there. Uh, Isaiah Todd and then, you know, the other guys that they're – the Warriors and got young guys are top lottery picks. You know, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga. Um, also, you know, Will Barton was out in the first game, but he played in the second game. Had back soreness. Bradley Bill did not play in the second game. Uh, Denny did not play in either games out with a groin injury. Uh, we don't know when Denny is going to be back. Um, but yeah, what was your what was your thoughts about the second game overall? And then also that three spot. Um, did any thoughts about that starting three spot change? And what was your thoughts about the second game as well? My um, thoughts along the line with the first because I mean, if you look at that line and the scores, very identical. Um, you know, obviously behind the arc they struggled. Um, you see, they shot. 24% behind the arc. So three-point shooting is, you know, it's going to be something to work up to. But, you know, 35% on the field. But free throws, 90%. You know, they shot 90% from free throws. So that's a positive sign. Um, KP, 18.6 boards. You know, he showed that without Brad being in the game, he can he can take the lead a little bit. So that's a positive sign. You know, um, really, again, another good game. You know, obviously it's a home game for him. You know, he's, he's in Japan. Um, a lot of love in Japan for Rui. Um, and, you know, look, he was comfortable. You know, he, you know, look, 11 points, 10 rebounds. Look, I'm, you know, we, you asked me a question about the three spot. Um, I think with the, you know, it's still a little early. Uh, they still have the rest of the preseason to go. Um, I still think that going forward, Will Barton will start at the three. But, I mean, if Rui plays like this starting the season, you have to really take a look at him at the four. And you really have to see what you got with Kuz at the three. Because really, I mean, the scoring's there. And the defense, much improved. Um, you see a difference. Now, is he going to be a lockdown guy? Nah. But, you know, he he's made progress with defense. You know, and, you know, through media day, um, a lot of emphasis, you know, on defense, especially with Rui, you know, when his goals was getting better on the defensive end. So, in my opinion, if he is – if he shows even the average effort on the defensive end and he plays like this on the offensive end, they got to play him at the four. And uh, I would like to see him and Kuz maybe in the starting lineup together. A hundred percent. Yeah, I actually this these two. I know it's only two games, you know, and I don't want to get carried away. But you know, I do want to see more Will Barton. Will Barton looked good, man. I was impressed with what he did. Um, I liked him in isolation. I thought he was getting to the basket uh, really well. He was putting pressure on the defense to get to the basket. I had a couple of nice passes to Porzingis and a couple of nice passes out there. Um, hit a tough step back shot as well. Um, so I'm, I really like his offense, and I like how he can create by himself and be an isolation scorer. I do think he would be better suited to come off the bench um, because you look at the bench unit, it was Corey Kisper, Johnny Davis, DeLon Wright, Gafford, 
And um, I want to say Anthony Gill was out there too. And, you know, I think Denny would replace him out there coming off the bench. But um, they just struggled to score, man. They really struggled to score. They needed somebody who could create instant offense for them. And um, the offense was just really stagnant. Now, defensively, I think they would be a good unit. You know, but offensively, they they just need some firepower out there, somebody that can create a shot for themselves. But I do want to talk. You you said you think Will Barnes is going to start, but before we do talk more about that, this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I use I used to use LinkedIn all the time. You guys should definitely use it these days. Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be one hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's super cool, super easy to use. A lot of people on there. Um, I've used LinkedIn uh, to find jobs as well. So I know a lot of people use it. It's very easy to use and find uh, people to to hire. Um, So it's real easy, simple tools like screening questions makes it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize prioritize who you like to interview and hire. So why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on MBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, After watching the two games, man, I, I, I really love what Rui did, man. And it, it definitely not reminded me of what he's capable of doing. But, you know, the first two years, his rookie year, he made an all-rookie team. He was just really able to score and fill it up, you know, 13 points a game. It's, it's not, you know, knocking your socks off. But he can really score out of the post, the mid-range. Um, sophomore year, 20 points and 13 boards against the Sixers. Um him being aggressive is huge. And this is the first time where, you know, he's had a full off season, you know, last year he had, you know, the, the, um, you know, personal reasons he missed 40 games. They slowly ramped him back up. Um, he had a lot going on with the Olympics and whatnot, just a lot on his plate. And I think he's really been able to focus on ball and come back healthy and, and really determine, you know, we've heard good things about him this off season, the mini camp at LA, that a lot of, there was a lot of good reviews about Rui. And I love, you know, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins really couldn't check him. You know, he did the sweep through, tough and one. Then on that fast break, he had a tough and one, like an up and under finish. And uh, Rui's offensive prowess. And if he, re- if he rebounds the way he did, 11 points and 10 boards, I love that. That's something that, you know, we were looking for him last year to do more is rebound because he's so athletic, he's so strong. If he can focus and really locked on on rebounding the ball and just become a capable defender, doesn't have to be an elite, an elite defender, but a capable defender, and he shot the three ball better as well. He didn't make any threes in the pre. He made one three in the preseason game in the second game. But I think an aggressive Rui like that next to Kuz, two guys who are 6'9", 6'10", that can fill it up. Can, and he really has some offensive firepower there. They can run the floor. Um, an aggressive Rui Hachimura, I think he can get back in that starting lineup like he was. And to me, him being the three or the four, I'm not really putting too much stock on either. You know, I don't think it's too much of a difference. 
I think they can both interchange and play both spots. And they're just they just have that versatility. Um, and they would really bring some firepower there. Rui Kuz and Denny have played well together before. So I think Rui and Kuz could play really well together too. So it doesn't matter to me who plays the three or the four. And of course, we're talking about who's starting, but it, it, it just matters who finishes the games. Um, but man, Rui looked good, man. He looked polished. He looked in shape. He he looked ready to go out there, man. He was really aggressive, and I think he can carry over not just in Japan, but coming back to the states. And uh, I really think he can grab that that three spot, that starting spot by the by the horns, and, and run away with it. Absolutely, I totally agree. Hit the nail on the head. I think that you know, with him showing out offensively the way he is right now, that adds just another threat to this team, and that's 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 what makes this team dangerous. You know, it's not just Bill, you know, shouldering the load. You know, you, you have KP. You know, you have Kuz. You got Rui. You know, um, you got a lot of options. So, you know, if you, you know, if anybody has an off night, you know, you know, this, you know, this game kind of proved it. They hung around with the defending champs. You know, and, you know, so I mean, look, Steph Curry was on fire. You know, so you know, this is you know, this is not a slacker team, you know, this is the defending champs. So, no, I'm very optimistic. You know, Rui showed why you really have to entertain the idea of him starting. You know, like you said, the three to four doesn't matter because, uh, I mean, you can see them. You, you can see Rui play both, you know, at certain points of the season. You know, so, no, I'm very optimistic about seeing him and Kuz in, in the start lineup. I think that this, that's a possibility you have to really entertain because Rui, I mean, he, he I mean, really, he's always been a beast of scoring. You know, the only, the you know, and you, you said it, the biggest thing we wanted to see from him was rebounding and defense and rebounding. Bro, 10, 10 boards, man. You know, and, and, and this is a tough team to rebound against. You know, your wise men ain't no scrub. So, absolutely. You know, I, I love what I see right. from you. I love how he improved his game, especially defensively. If he can, like I said, if he can even be average defensively, sky's the limit with this guy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I love what I see from Rui. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he can make a big league. It's a contract year. We talked about this, too. He's a restricted free agent. And uh, he was getting the rebound and pushing the – he was trying to push the pace, too. He was bringing the ball up, initiating the offense. So um, he's another guy that can really handle the ball, the step-back mid-range game. Uh, he just has a lot of moves in his arsenal. And I know a lot of people are down on Rui because, you know, saying he's not – he doesn't have great playmaking skills. He has tunnel vision, doesn't pass the ball, doesn't rebound the ball. He's just one-dimensional, takes tough shots, takes a lot of mid-range shots. Um, but he improved his game. He's shooting the three. He's doing more, and he's a really good finisher in transition. They can really create offense by himself, too, in the post and in the mid-range game. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see more. I want to see more. I want to see more of Rui. I just want to see him be consistent. And like we both said, defense. Defense is a huge part. Will the thrill. He was 3 for 10, 12 points, 1 for 7 from the 3. Nobody really shot the 3 ball well. Once again, the Wizards struggled from the 3-point line, which is still concerning to me. I know it's the first two preseason games is jet lag. They're going to shoot better than that. Um, you know, Brad didn't play. Um, you know, Steph played. He played well, like you said. He had 17 points. He Steph struggled in the first game, but he, he woke up in the uh, in the second game. Um, Wiseman, Wiseman, yeah, he, he looks good. Wiseman looks like he improved for sure. Looks like he's going to have a big year. Monte Morris, another good game. 11 points, 5 for 8 from the field. And uh, 3 assists. Will Barton, 12 points, 3 assists. As well, Kyle Kuzma, eight points, three for 11 from the field, didn't shoot the ball well. But like you said, Porzingis, man, I, I really like what I saw from Porzingis, 18 points and six boards. I thought he dominated this game. He had five fouls again. I don't know how he's fouling so much, but I guess he's just, you know, testing it, testing it out and getting used to, um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why he's, why he's fouling. It's just preseason. So I guess get the fouling out the way. Um, Anthony Gill stood out to me too, man. He in limited minutes he had nine points, four for four from the field, one one for one from the three point line. I know he had a couple buckets in in the fourth quarter, where it was you know, or like in the last part of the third quarter, where it's you know, kind of like the development de- developmental time of the game. But I thought he thought he made some good plays out there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you see why they re-signed Gill. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a good bench guy, man. I mean, you know, he's not flashy. You know, you know, but he's, you know, he's not going to fill up the stat line, but he does all the little things that, you know, aren't recorded, you know, hustling, you know, the leadership, you know, so no, I I see why they re-signed him because he's a good bench guy, but no, I mean, overall, you know, you know, like you said, the shots weren't dropping, but it's, it's game two, you know, and like the jet lag, you know, the trip, like that's not an easy trip, you know, (laughs) you Mm -hmm, look how many times you're rolling through, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so, I mean, you know, I don't take too much from these two games, but like you said, Will Barton. Look good. Monte look good. Uh Coos, you know, had an off shoot night, but I, I don't really have too many concerns with Coos, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I these two games, you know, really showed out. But on the flip side, you know, <laughs> Johnny Davis, you know, Johnny Davis struggled, you know, and uh, but I would say one thing that impressed me about Johnny Davis. And I you know, um first quarter, second game, you know, loose ball, you know, he hitting the ground, grabbing loose balls. I mean, you know, you see the, the high motor. And that's why I don't think he's too much. You know, he's, he's you know, should he start the season in the G League? Yeah, probably. But, you know, you, the motor, he's got the motor. You know, I, I believe he's a guy that who can be taught. You know, he can develop. You know, you see why they drafted him. You know, he's, you know, like I said, a high motor guy, high basketball IQ. So, um, you know, Johnny Davis is, is a concern. You know, if you look at his shots, they're just off, you know, his shot, you know, it looks slow, you know, his shot release is very slow. It's just, you know, he's got some work to do, but, you know, overall with the young guys, um, they dwell, you know, Kisford, you know, here and there, but Rui, oh, I'm telling you, Rui, man, Rui, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I like what I see from Rui going into the season, a lot of weapons. And like I said earlier, man, you know, if Rui can take that step forward, that's so much pressure off of Brad. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, Brad, unlike, you know, past years, doesn't have to shoulder the load. You know what I'm saying? You know, he can have off nights because, you know, regardless, the defenses are still going to game plan on Bill. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got you need these other guys to step up and have these, you know, these these good nights because most nights the defense is going to sit on Bill. You know, KP, you know, you, you said that, you know, there's a high likelihood that the, the offense is going to be run through KP. So, you know, you know, defenses are going to game plan around KP. Round Coos to a certain degree and Bill. So, you know, if Rui and a lot of these young guys can step up, man, that makes this team even more dangerous. Definitely. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get a quick word from Bet Online from Brandon. Um, we're gonna then we're gonna talk about Johnny Davis and you know finish up. But uh we're gonna get a quick word from Brandon for Bet Online. Yes, sir. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Follow the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information. With live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, Mixed Martial Arts, Boxing, and even Golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline. Where the game starts. 
Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yeah, so you you brought up the G League with Johnny. Um, and that's that's really been a talk of the town, honestly. Um I I've already I said in the last episode, I, I think that's the best thing for him. I don't think it's a I don't look at it as a bad thing. Like I think people when they think about G League, they think of oh man, it's such a bad thing. Like, you know, Anthony Bennett was the first pick of the draft, he went to the G League, or Hashim Tabit was the second pick of the draft, he went to the G League. Um, you know, it, it's it's different now. Top picks go to the G League. Not I mean, not top five picks, but Recently, top 10 picks or top 15 picks have gone to the G League. Jonathan Kaminga, who was cooking us yesterday, he went to the G League. Moses Moody, both these guys played for the, the Warriors G League team. Um, you look at the Spurs, the way they're developing guys. Josh Primo went to the G League last year. Keldon Johnson went to the G League. Um, you look at the Raptors, Pascal Siakam. Jordan Poole, another guy who's been a good um, developmental pick for the Wizards, who's, who's blossomed into a good – I mean, for, I'm sorry, for the Warriors – who's blossomed into a good player. He played in the G League. Now, I understand Jordan Poole was the 28th pick of the draft and Johnny Davis is the 10th is the tenth pick. Um, but I, I just think right now, you know, you want the game to slow down for him. I think his confidence level would go up in the G League because right now the game, it does look a little fast for him, which is normal for a rookie. Um, and if he doesn't come out the gate running, I know it's disappointing. I understand. I know the Wizards, they drafted him to be a high-ceiling player or a high floor player to come in and contribute, you know, day one, you know, Tommy Shepard was talking about him be, coming in and playing point guard um, and a presser. Um, so it, it will be disappointing that he's not, you know, going to come in and, and really be a key contributor. But right now it's just hard to find minutes for him on this roster. You brought up Corey Kispert too. He hasn't really shot the, he didn't shoot, he didn't shoot the ball well um, in the summer league. I mean, I'm sorry, not in the summer league. Corey Kispert didn't shoot the ball well. Um, in the in the two games, he was 0 for three from the field, 0 for one from the three point line. He was short on his threes, and he uh, got he had an ankle injury as well. He, he only played four minutes, so he left the game early. But you know, we were talking about before we started recording. Johnny Davis, you know, he was 0 for seven from the field, 0 for two from the three point line. He was 0 for five in the first game too. So he's 0 for 12 through 12 games. You know, so I'll be celebrating when he hits his first shot. You know, when he. Um, <laughs> You know, it was almost like opening a bottle of champagne when he hits when he hits his first shot. I'll be celebrating for sure. Um, I'll be happy for him. But yeah, I mean, the, the young man is zero for twelve right now. So, and like you said, a lot of his shots are short. Um, he did get called for a push off against uh, Jordan Poole, where he tried to create separation. Um, there were some other notes that I had, but he got into the lane. He short armed it. The first game, he shot like a mid range shot, but he did a push shot. So it looks like he's just getting comfortable out there. Um, and the Warriors had a guy named Jerome Robinson who was on the Wizards before. Um, and Jerome, they kind of remind me of each other. But I do think that Johnny Davis is better than Jerome Robinson for sure. 
Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a learning process. And I think we're gonna have to be patient with Johnny Davis. But like you said, on the positive side, I love the way he gets in the passing lanes. I love the way he rebounds the ball. Um, also, he didn't miss a free throw shot. That's something positive too. Let me let me double check that too, just to make sure. But he didn't miss a yeah. He's two for two from the free throw line in the second game, and he didn't miss any free throws in the first game. And he got five rebounds, and he got an assist and a steal, and uh, only one turnover. So he was a minus nine, the plus minus, but. You know, Taj Gibson was hitting threes like you saw in the first game, and, and both of those passes were from Johnny Davis. So there are positives that you can bring out from Johnny Davis. Now, offensively, it's going to be a process for sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a process. I mean, it's, it's a faster game in the NBA. You know, college is, is you know, you know, college is, you know, you play, you know, not every – here's the difference between college and NBA. Every night in the NBA, mm -hmm. you're playing against the best of the best. Every team, you know, you know, you're going against pros. You know, so, you know, college, you know, sometimes you're going to go against small schools. So it's, you know, you see that with a couple guys in the roster. Kispert, he had to learn hard last season. You know, his um, when he first started, his shot was, you know, shot release was slow. So, you know, picking up the speed in the NBA, you know, hopefully he'll pick it up quicker. Um, I think he can benefit from being Capacity Go-Go because, like you said, he'll have that playing time. You know, he'll have that that, that opportunity to play. Capital City Go Go. So, and don't sleep in the G League. You know, like you said, a lot of talent has come out of the G League. You know, a lot of names you mentioned, um, even Fred Van Fleet, another mm -hmm. name. You know, a lot of names come out of the G League. And, um, you know, they, and people forget, you know, Capital City had a nice team last season. So, I mean, there's a lot of talent. And, you know, they brought guys up, you know, when we had the COVID, you know, illnesses. Um, and the guys came up and they played without a problem. You know, Jordan Tackle came up, uh, Jordan Goodwin, you know, um, Isaiah Todd, he looked good in G League. So, I mean, you know, people sleep in G League, but, the G League is a good opportunity for guys to get that, that playing time. So I'm, I'm a big proponent of the G League. Um, but, Johnny, you know, um, like I said, there are concerns, but the high motor and the attitude, you know, diving for loose balls. You know, you know, he's got the motor. So that tells me that, you know, he can be developed. And, you know, and hopefully he can contribute in the near future. But, you know, definitely G League would be a good thing for Johnny. Yeah, like you said, he's got that high motor. I, I you know, he he's he looks he's coachable. I think he's coachable coming from Wisconsin. Um, I think he's coachable and I think he'll be a sponge. I think he's gonna come in and work hard. He's got a good, you know, guy to learn from a Bradley Bill. So um a lot of people have been hard on him and ragging on the young man. But uh yeah, he he, he struggled for sure. So we have to be honest and objective with Johnny Davis, but it's it's very early. We'll see how this goes. I think it's gonna be a red shirt uh year for him. You know, Otto Porter had a red shirt year. He barely played. He was in a warm-up for the most part. Uh, uh, Kelly Oubre was in a warm-up for the most part. Uh, his rookie year, Troy Brown Jr. didn't play much. Um, and right now, this roster, the way it's constructed, you know, I think the best thing is for him to uh, have a red shirt year, you know. Um, so that that's that's what I'm going to say on Johnny Davis. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm excited to see what he does against the Hornets. Um, one last thing, I thought Jordan Shackle played well, 10 points, uh, one turnover, one rebound, one, um, one offensive rebound, four for four from the free throw line. I thought he's one of the younger guys that played well. Pat Spencer on the other end, we had him on a summer league team. We traded him away. He almost dunked on Isaiah Todd. He played pretty well. I thought he had a good couple of minutes. Him and Mac McClung, I thought they both played well Door, uh, down the stretch. Kaminga, Moody, Wiseman, they really just took over the game. Um, and our, our last unit, our developmental unit. 
they just were turning over the ball. You could see um, Taj Gibson was frustrated one time. He told the guys to slow down. Um, but other than that, I, li- I like the way his starters played. Like I said, Porzingis played well. He had an and one. One lineup that I really, really liked was DeLon Wright, Will Barton, Kyle Kuzma, Rui, and Porzingis. I thought that was a really good lineup. All these guys can knock down the three. They all got long wingspans. They all can run the floor. That was a lineup that stood out to me. I'm glad you said that because I totally agree with that. That was a good lineup. And it also shows that DeLon Wright has a bigger role than you think. You know, with his length Definitely. and he can defend, he can shoot. You know, you can see – I'm not going to – you know, I, obviously Monte Morris is going to be the starter going into the season. But, you know, I have no problem that if the injury happens, DeLon can step in and run the first-team offense. Because, he, you know, I mean, defensively, he was all over the place, man. I mean, he was he was a beast on the defensive end. And this is what we need. We need defense. You know, we need this team to be better defensively. Uh, I, I think we, we, excuse me, I believe we will be better behind the arc. You know, those first two games, it's, you know, come out of the offseason, you know, but no, I'm optimistic. You know, the games were close. They weren't blowouts. Um, we saw the progress with Rui. Um, I'm going to it back to Johnny real quick. Um, you know, if you, you know, if you look at, past drafts we had guys that weren't finished products coming in the league hey mm-hmm. look bradley bill you know look his first three years he was a spot of shooter you know it took a while for him to develop that playmaking and you know to really become a you know the, you know you know what i'm saying like it took a while when brad came into the league from florida he came from a big program just like you know johnny did he came from uh, florida under billy donovan so i mean you know he was well stocked in college so you know it takes time you know not everybody's going to step in and make that immediate impact. I mean, you want them to, and that's all, you know, and, and especially when you look at the draft position, you know, the expectations are, you know, for him to come in. And, but even if you look at the, if, look at the roster, he's not going to get many minutes anyways. So it really benefits him to start in the G league because, mm-hmm. you know, he's already battling Corey for the, you know, behind minutes behind Brad. So, you know, what's, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, <sighs> You know, you know, Johnny Davis just he, he kind of messes with your head a little bit because you see the athleticism, you know what I mean? You see the dog in him, but it's just when you shoot over seven, it's like, come on, man. Yes, yeah, it's, so, it's out there. Yeah, it, it's a developmental process. And you saw some of the deficiencies in the summer league where he wasn't able to get by guys, where you know he struggled. You know, it looked like he had cement feet. You know, cement in his shoes a little bit. Didn't have any counter moves. Counter moves. Picked up his dribble a lot. They they. They played him at point guard for the most part in these in the two games just to experiment and see what he could do. Um, it was either him or Shackle that were going to play point guard with that third bench developmental unit. So, I, you know, it's like, yeah, you might as well go out and try and see how he does. But, yeah, you see the improvement areas, definitely ball handling, creating shots, counter moves, getting by people, um, just confidence, knocking down shots. Um taking to the basket, finishing through contact. So a lot of things that are improvement areas. But, yeah, this this Wizards development staff, they got their work cut out for him. I think they got a guy that's willing to learn. He's a hard worker. You, you cannot question his work ethic. This guy's a hard worker. And you look at his freshman year at Wisconsin, he averaged like, what, six? He averaged in the single digits, and then he just jumped up to 18 points a game. So he's a guy that's shown that maybe he's somewhat of a late bloomer, that it takes some time. Everybody develops at their own pace. Um, and 10th picks are hard to hit too, you know. So you look at the last 10 pick top, the last people who were drafted at 10 is like Thon Maker, Zach Collins, um, CJ McCollum in 2013. He was probably like the best 10th pick, um, in the last 10 years. So 
it, 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 it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. So, um, but I'm rooting for Johnny. I was happy with the pick and I'm still rooting for him. And I, I'm still a believer in Johnny that he can become a, a good player. You know, if he's a, a starter in this league, I think that would end up being a win for the Washington Wizards. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm not pressing the panic button yet. You know, mm-hmm. obviously he needs work. Yeah. But, you know, the motor you can't teach. You know, either you got the dog in you, you don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm very, you know, I was a big fan of us drafting him because, you know, he's a beast of Wisconsin. But then, you know, you got to realize, you know, he was, he had a lot on his shoulders of Wisconsin too. Right. He yeah. a lot at offensive loads. So, um, so, you know, obviously I, I think that starting the season in a G League would benefit him a lot because, Really, we're not depending on him too much anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's not coming in needing to make a huge impact from the get. You know, you already got the young guys. You know, so it's just the G League is probably where he needs to go. But, mm. look, I still love Johnny. You know, I, I still think, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I still Taco think it's still, Yeah, I mean, I, I still think it's too small of a sample size. Yeah, it's alarming, but at the same token, you know, this is only his second game in the NBA. You know, if you, if you discount the summer league, you know, actually playing against NBA starters, this is only his second game. So, I mean, you know, the, the, the speed of the game is shocking him a little bit. But, you know, I think long term, he's going to be just fine. So I'm not pressing the panic button just yet. <laughs> right. And we'll wrap it up there. You guys can leave a comment down below. We're going to be doing a mailbag episode this week. So definitely leave your questions below. Um, in the comment section, or you can add us on Twitter. You see our Twitter names on YouTube and, the, and also in the description box. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening and making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.